Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. What is going on, everyone? And welcome back to the channel. I hope you're all doing well. Today, I have for you one of the most tragic stories that I've ever read. Over the course of one initial post and six updates, you're gonna hear one of the most devastating posts that I've come across on Reddit. It all starts out pretty innocently. A debate slash argument between a husband and wife over who is sharing the workload in the home. But then, as you will see, things go downhill pretty quickly, ultimately leading to an extremely tragic tale that at times is extremely painful to read. So without further ado, hit the like button down below if you're ready for this, subscribe if you're new to the channel, and prepare yourselves for one of the most harrowing stories that I've read in a long time. Am I, a 38-year-old man, the jerk for cutting back on work to prove a point to my 30-year-old wife? My wife is usually an angel of a woman, but has recently gotten into a friendship with a woman whom I personally believe is a bad influence on her. Not in a patronizing way, more of a lay down with dogs, get up with fleas type of situation. I never said anything about her childishness or her very radical misandry because frankly, it doesn't affect me. Until it did. A few months ago, my wife began pressuring me to do more around the house. Before I get an instant you're the jerk here, we already split chores and childcare. Admittedly, she had a bigger cut than I because she is a stay at home mom, but I do most of the cooking breakfast and dinners lunch is her responsibility for her and the boys i take out the garbage and i do laundry and i deep clean the bathrooms once a week i do also help with our boys homework and such she insists that i am not doing enough and that i should be doing more around the house i tried having discussions with her asking what she expected from me namely all chores and child rearing should be my duty it seems and for months it seemed to be going nowhere She used the D word more than once when speaking on this, which felt manipulative. I presume in this context, the D word means divorce. It boiled over when we were out with friends one night and she began talking about how I never helped out and how I use her as a house slave. Those were her words. I will admit I saw red. Now this next part is where I may be the jerk. I didn't say anything that night, but the next day I asked my boss to be given reduced hours for the next little bit due to stress. And I took over everything in the house. I cooked breakfast and I made lunch for the boys before I drove them to school. I cleaned the house top to bottom. I did every dish we had twice and so on. My wife was blindingly happy and bragged to her friend that she finally had me worn in. She didn't lift a finger for around a month. Then she began asking why we never went on dates anymore complaining that she wanted to get her nails done as they were growing in i explained that i had to take that out of our budget so that we could continue to afford everything else but we could absolutely have a movie night in and i could paint her nails for her she was unhappy with that solution so i asked her if she would want to get a part-time job for either luxuries you would have thought i asked if she wanted to join a cult she then asked if i could just pick up more shifts at work to cover her other expenses and use the phrase be a man which I found more than a little insulting. I then asked her if she would be willing to go back to splitting the chores and such, which is when she began to catch on that the two were related. She yelled at me that I was being a manipulative jerk for doing this and even claimed it was financial abuse. I stood strong for a while, but now I am questioning my methods because even I feel that what I did was a bit underhanded. 
So, am I the jerk? Okay, so that is it for the first post. Now, before we get into my thoughts about that, first of all, I picked out some comments from other Redditors asking questions to OP. Someone said, why are you still with her when she treats you like that? A very valid question, to be fair. OP replies, I love her with everything I got. She is an excellent mother. And honestly, before she met this friend, we were both blissfully happy to the best of my knowledge. Someone else said, how did she suddenly notice that she wasn't getting her nails done or going out on dates? Did you block the credit card from everything but the grocery store? No, OP replied. For one, she has her own card, though we do only have one bank account. I set her nail and hair appointments because she hates making phone calls and she asked why I didn't take her out anymore. She could have spent from the card without saying anything, I suppose, but upon budgeting, we would have been in trouble if over 300 was gone from a night out with friends. Opie also added a little bit more information about his wife and their relationship, saying she had always wanted to be a stay-at-home mum before we got together. I try not to say this part because while her two boys are not mine biologically, they are my sons. But being a single mother was incredibly taxing for her because working in the public was too much. I had a bit of experience with being a single father myself. I have a son of my own, but I was looking to advance my career and was more than happy to take over the bills for a lessened load at home. Now, another Redditor actually said this below, which I don't agree with, but I thought I'd mention nonetheless. So you're paying to raise another man's children? OP said, I do not like this comment. Those are my kids, no one else's. And regardless of what happens with their mother, I hope those boys know that. Just, I guess, confirming how much he loves those sons as we move forward in this story. A couple of other people also asked if things have changed since they first got together. And OP said, I can tell you, but it may be a little bit mundane. When we first got married, she would give me shoulder and back massages every day after work and have my favorite music playing when I opened the door, even though she hates bluegrass. She would make me coffee while I was getting dressed. She made sure to pick up extra crunchy peanut butter from the store, even though I'm the only person who likes it. We have movie night twice a week with the kids and a date night to ourselves once a week. I have always had trouble sleeping and I don't want to take pills for it. So she always had the bed ready for me. A heating pad already turned on, my pajamas on the bed. She would run her fingers through my hair until I fell asleep and would wake me up herself instead of the alarm because she knew it put me in a better mood. None of which I asked for. She is a good wife and wanted to because she knew that's what I liked and she did it. She hasn't done a 180. Some of this is still true. At least it was until I cut down my hours. That was really when she stopped doing anything at all. And right now she's angry, so I'm on the couch. Awake and regretful. Personally, I think she's stubborn. I don't think she even really wants it. She just wants to prove that I would do it if she asked. She has a troubled history with men and that's why I tend to be forgiving when things do happen. And finally, someone asked, a troubled history with men? What do you mean by that? And OP said, it's not something I'm comfortable talking about, but believe me when I say what happened was not her fault. Okay, so there we go for the first post. Now there is an update coming, the first update, which was posted just six days later. But for now, my initial thoughts are that you are not the jerk OP. I do feel like you're getting badly treated by your wife. And it's a shame that it's come to this point and things have clearly changed from when you first got together. I don't necessarily know if it's 100% to do with this new friendship of your wife's. Maybe it is, maybe it isn't. Ultimately, 
it's your wife's fault that things are happening like this and she's got to look at herself but yeah for now that was the initial post let's get in to the first update now this is where this story takes a little bit of a turn for the worse really and i guess gets a bit more serious the title of this is how do i explain to slash help my sons to understand that their mother is going to rehab i have never been in a situation like this i am a former addict myself but i didn't have children then now guys opie actually briefly mentioned in another post that his wife and he recently had a blowout argument where she admitted to using two substances for several months and has agreed to get checked into rehab which they are currently setting up now as in at the time this was posted by the way on april 26th 2023 opie continues how the heck do i bring this up to my sons without them being judgmental or hateful to their mother or worse falling into the same mental space that i am in i don't want to lie to them which is what my wife wants but i'm failing to see an alternative that won't destroy them or the respect they have for their mother i'm swimming blind here and i've barely slept since this all came out any and all advice is appreciated thank you in advance well to me it seems as if things have dramatically got worse over just a week i guess this did just come out of nowhere probably for you and your wife put this on you during an argument or at least opened up to you during an argument is a better way of phrasing it but wow as you can see things have taken a turn for the worse first of all let's have a look at what people are recommending in the comments down below someone said i think it depends what was she taking clonopin and adipex that she was buying from her friend ah i wonder if that is the same friend she also admitted to having tried coke and several other prescription narcotics but those were the only two she did often ah and then someone actually asked was this the friend that turned her onto radical misandry and opie said yes though it's come to light that it wasn't misandry she was being taught but flagrant drug usage i've told her that she has to go no contact with this friend or else she will be facing divorce along with everything else and then finally op was asked how old the kids are he said 9 12 and 14 right let's get straight into the next update this was posted just four days later on april the 30th 2023 titled i yelled at my wife i was driving my wife to the rehabilitation center we decided on on the way, she was screaming at me about how she can't believe I'm humiliating her like this, explaining what was happening to the boys and making her message her dealer slash friend that they would not be hanging out or using together anymore. About how she doesn't want to go and that I am a controlling monster and how threatening her with divorce and taking primary custody of the boys was too far and I was insane. And I just took it and took it and took it until I just couldn't. And I screamed at her. I screamed that the woman I met would have rather died than had a pillhead junkie around her sons and how she disgusted me and that I don't know if she knew how much I was considering leaving her, not because of the addiction, but the way she was freaking acting, like she hadn't brought drugs into our home. Around me, a former addict myself, and around our boys, that I'm beginning to hate her for doing that. That she was becoming exactly what she always cried about her mother being and that she was lucky i was here to see it before what happened to her happened to her god dang sons it makes me sick to say but watching it sink in just how far she had spiraled felt good watching her realize that her actions have consequences was nice she yelled a few more times that i was an abusive jerk or whatever but she was still crying so i felt her heart wasn't in it i plan on speaking to a lawyer I don't want to divorce her, but I don't know how healthy our relationship could possibly be after this. I know yelling like that was wrong, but I don't feel bad. 
And that is the part that makes me think that maybe I shouldn't be married to her anymore for her sake and my own. I don't know what else to do. I'm so angry that she detonated C4 in every bit of our life. Now, unbelievably below this in a comment, OP said this. I believe I'm going to have to divorce her and it's wrecking me. I don't want to. I still love her, but I don't know if I trust myself around her and also not to use myself. I've been closing to relapsing this week than I ever have been. Okay, so that is it for update three. And I've got to say, although it's kind of crazy and you could argue potentially hypocritical, given that you were the one that was angry at her in the first place for using the D word, divorce. Now you're saying that you're going to have to divorce her. Things have changed a lot. I mean, it doesn't even necessarily matter that you are an ex-addict. Obviously, that makes it worse. But still, if she is bringing drugs into your home with your two young sons, then... I'm sorry, but that is obviously grounds for divorce. Now, yes, you on top of that being an addict and, and being close to relapsing yourself, you've got to protect yourself as well as your sons. But it's it's terribly sad. But yeah, you have to threaten her with divorce at this moment. If things don't change, as you said, she's going to become like her mother and your children are going to have a very, very tough time. Ultimately, she's got to go to rehab, sort herself out. And yeah, hopefully you can move on from this. But saying you're going to have to divorce her if she doesn't change, I think that's completely fair. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Okay, so now moving on to the next update. This is update three now, posted on May the 12th. That is three weeks roughly from the first post. She was cheating. Right, before you read this, OP says, please know this is a vent post. I normally would never be like this, but I am beyond okay and need to get this poison out of my head before I go anywhere else with it. She was freaking cheating. The drug dealing friend sent me freaking videos of her dancing and grinding on this ugly hick looking dude. I am god dang destroyed. The boys are staying with my mother for a few days and I'm taking the next week off work. I am so done. I've never been so angry in my god dang life. She was so smug sending it. In case you don't realize, you're replaceable to her. Well, the free ride stops here. I hope she can get on Medicaid for her Suboxone, LMFAO. I am done. I saved the video immediately and I'm going to see a lawyer ASAP. I can't tell anyone yet because I want to do this right. I mean, guys, imagine your wife's friend who has taken her down a terrible path is sending you videos of her cheating. Oh my goodness. Now, thankfully, my parents insisted on a prenup with what I at the time thought was an inhumane cheating clause. Never been cheated on before, and I feel like tearing my goddamn hair out. I genuinely never thought she would turn out to be such a scummy POS. I cannot handle this. I'm not physically able to handle this. I haven't been able to keep food down, and I drank for the first time in over a decade last night then i woke up and had to pour the rest down the drain because i'm about to spiral and my boys don't need both mum and dad in rehab right now i'm so close to losing my goddamn mind also believe what you want but stop sending me private messages about how i should take down the posts or that posting about my personal relationship with my wife is wrong please leave me be it will not work 
this is the only place i can talk about this stuff that is obviously a message from op to other redditors who've been commenting and dming him i guess giving him advice to take the post down or be a little bit more thoughtful i completely understand in his situation he's clearly spiraling so much bad stuff is happening he just wants to vent op adds this as well just a little bit of clarification about his children and potentially who his wife may have been cheating on him with Two of my three sons are stepsons, but I adopted them. They never had a father due to their bio dad being an absolute POS. My biological son is the youngest and was born to a girlfriend who is not in the picture and doesn't want to be. My sons are 9, 12 and 14. My wife had two jobs when I met her, though they were both terrible jobs, and I've been looking into finding her a better one. Now, when it comes to the dealer, she was getting the drugs from her friend, who is the woman, and a few of the men who she cheated on me with wow okay let's move straight on to update four now this was posted on july 19th 2023 that's three months from the original post titled my soon-to-be ex-wife is in the hospital after an unalive attempt and i feel like a monster okay wow first of all op gives a quick summary about what has happened so far the short of it is op was blind to his wife's addiction until she admitted it and went to rehab while she was in rehab I was sent evidence that she had been cheating often and with more than one person. I've been working on filing for divorce while she's in rehab, not just for the cheating, but because with that on top of everything else and myself nearly sinking back into my own addiction due to the stress, I couldn't stand to even think of her anymore. And there's no healthy relationship that has room for that mindset. I honestly didn't want to be in a room with her again to try mediation or counseling due to the fact that the last time I was alone with her, I raised my voice and at the time even felt she deserved it i of course now know that me doing that was terrible and could be considered abuse yet that is another reason i should not be in a relationship with this woman i think op is being pretty harsh on himself there he's being screamed at and he's not allowed to raise his voice i mean come on i moved all of her belongings to our guest room minus the pills i found hidden in her bedside table i took pictures of those in their hiding spot then flushed them I also removed her from my bank account and credit cards. I spoke to my boys, explained the situation without demonizing their mother to the best of my ability, and they seemed to understand that I have no intention of abandoning them, and blood or not, they were my sons. Then she came home. The boys were, and still are, away at camp, a birthday present paid for by my mother. She was quiet. Eyes on the ground after the moment I picked her up at the facility, all the way home. Once we got home, I led her to the guest room silently and she didn't take it well, crying before she could even take the first step. Throughout the next couple of weeks, I let her get settled and though I stayed carefully neutral, I know she could tell something was coming, but I wanted to do it as fairly as possible and I tried to let her get used to being out before I said anything, as that was one thing I myself hated about when I left rehab. Everything was flying at me so fast, I didn't have time to breathe. Finally, I asked her to sit on the couch and I began explaining to her that I do not believe I can continue being married to her and that I wanted divorce. I should have known her reaction was all wrong. She didn't say anything at all. She only nodded and cried quietly as I spoke. I explained that I did not intend to hurt her, but I could not be married to her anymore and that maybe both of us should focus on being the best parents we can be. I told her I had no intentions of kicking her out and that because of our prenup, the divorce should be cut and dry and she should be safe to begin looking for employment now. And once she has a job, I will help her find an apartment. At this, she stood and walked to her room. 
I let her because I thought she must have been overwhelmed and this talk could wait. She didn't come out at dinner time and I weighed whether I should leave her alone or not. Eventually, I decided to knock on the door and ask if she was hungry. Long story short, she had smuggled pills into my house somehow or she had a stash I was unaware of and had an overdose and was dead for several minutes in the ambulance and she's in a medically induced coma because the doctors aren't sure exactly how much damage she's done to her brain from what they've said. I feel like an absolute monster. Like I am the scum of the earth. Like I should have just said nothing. Like I should have just dealt with it. Just held it in and stayed. I am responsible for this and it kills me. I may not have the same love for her as I did, but I do feel so very sorry for everything she's been through. It's killing me. I haven't told my sons yet and I'm debating waiting until they're back from camp so they can have a little more time without this on their minds on top of everything else. Okay, now I think this is where this one gets really, really difficult and I'm going to need some help in the comments down below, guys. Get your thoughts in. For me, I understand why OP is blaming himself for this, but I can't get behind him saying that it's his fault, that it's killing him because it was, you know, his doing and he should have been nicer and let her be, etc., etc. Like, I get it. When you're in the situation, you probably think that and OP is clearly a nice guy. And, you know, even despite all of this, still clearly has a lot of love for his wife. And that is the reason why he's saying these things. Can he be the one to blame for this? Surely not. Surely not. Like, surely it's on her, right? And I get it. She's not in a place to be making these sort of decisions. But I don't know. It just feels wrong that he is blaming himself for his wife's actions. Let me know what you think down below. It's a very, very tough spot. What do you do in this situation? What do you do? it's there's no right answer obviously and it's an impossible spot but still i just feel bad that op is saying that he was in the wrong and that it's his fault because it just wasn't in my opinion okay someone asked op below the fourth update where is her family in all of this not my story to tell he says but she doesn't have much family alive and the ones who are she is no contact with she has other friends but i don't know which ones were enabling they all know what's going on i messaged all her friends except the dealer though clearly she knows now from messages she sent me she hasn't shown up to the hospital though possibly because she thinks i would throw her out which i would be tempted to do to be entirely honest a couple of her other friends visit all the time yes she's no contact with her mother ironically because of her mother's addiction and bad treatment of her the rest constantly insisted she should see her mother and two times even took her boys to her mother's house without her permission now somebody asked why he chose to say to her at that moment that he wanted a divorce i wanted to do it while she was in rehab but my therapist told me to reconsider so i did i was so angry when i found out about the cheating that i wanted to take her belongings to her dealer's house and leave them there but i knew that was wrong i knew that once my anger wore off i would regret it so now all i want is to get the divorce started and over with as soon as possible so that i can begin trying to pick up the pieces and move on with my life on top of that i didn't want to lead her on i could tell that she knew something was coming because i can't even stand her touching me anymore it makes me physically ill if i had known she was going to try and unalive herself i could have closed my eyes and gripped my teeth and let her do whatever but honestly even now after what she did i know that isn't feasible for me i still found myself wanting to start fights to yell and i know that i am not a strong enough person to be in a relationship with someone who hurt me that much who disrespected me my home and my children that much who took my own past experiences with drugs into account so little 
that she brought them into my home directly under the nose of myself and my children pun intended by the way this is as much kindness as i can afford to extend to her anymore for my own mental health's sake then five days later op added this on the states of his wife she is not awake yet i took the advice of some of the commenters and went to go and get my boys to see if they wanted to see their mother i explained the situation to the best of my ability age appropriate and i asked if they wanted to see her they all agreed eventually but the eldest only wanted to go to support his brothers i'm concerned about the anger he is building towards his mother and i do intend to talk to him about it but i also don't want to tell him how to feel or tell him that his feelings are bad and wrong I was already working to get them into therapy, but I'm going to expedite that. Opie added a little more after this on the cheating, giving some context around his wife's cheating as well, saying, There have been multiple pictures or videos of her dancing on and being appropriate with men since my initial post. I haven't blocked the friend because she sent me a large amount of proof of infidelity for the divorce. And in that post, the hick she was dancing on was a man. Perhaps people are confused because her woman friend sent the video. Perhaps the wording was bad. Yes, I do know that trauma is the gateway to addiction as I am an addict and my own CSA from my uncle and general abuse from both my parents. I can't say I know what made her start using, but I can say I know she had a rough childhood and even worse teen years. And also, regardless of sexual identity, if I found out my wife was engaging in sexual acts with women, I would, of course, also consider it cheating. She was doing other sexually inappropriate things, but no, I didn't get any straight up sex tapes. I'd rather not go into it further, but I think you can get my drift. And now let's move on to the final post. Posted on February the 13th, 2024, just a couple of weeks ago at the time of recording, that is seven months after the first post, titled my wife is dead my wife is dead i haven't updated in a while and i'm sorry but i'm sure you can guess why i wasn't feeling up to it i know that everyone said that she was manipulating me or trying to make me stay with her but honestly even if that was the case it didn't matter because the moment she woke up we both started crying and talking and we didn't stop for days she went back into rehab for a little while came out and we did both couples and solo therapy for both of us she seemed happy she seemed better and i'd hoped that the crazy was over that we would just be happy again i didn't update them because frankly i was scared how everyone would react i don't do well at getting yelled at she promised me that if anything happened if there was anything she needed to talk to me about she wouldn't hesitate everything was going well And now, when I asked myself if there were signs she would go back or that she never stopped, the answer is no. Nothing except the fact that she had an overdose at her friend's house while I was working and died on her couch. The friend didn't even want to call an ambulance. Her boyfriend had to convince her to. I don't think either of them were arrested that day, but I know from the paper she was picked up a couple of months ago for selling. Everyone kept telling me to go to the police, and frankly, maybe I should have. But frankly, with the way the police act, it wouldn't do much good. Since then, I have been drifting terribly. I took up smoking again, something I quit before I got married because she hated the smell. I hate it now too, the smell I mean, but the hand to mouth is nice. My sons are in therapy and are taking the loss as well as they could be expected to. The younger two talk about her a lot, but the eldest is mostly angry. I'm thankful he doesn't seem to want to say things to his brothers about it, but I always let him tell me anything he's thinking. 
even when it breaks my heart. I know that maybe everyone here has an idea of who my wife was, but one thing that you could never deny was how much she loved our boys. They were her pride and joy, absolutely everything to her. I miss her. I miss her so much it feels like a death rattle to breathe. There's never music when I get home anymore, and I hate it. I hate the quiet so much that some days before I go inside, I sit in the car and just cry because I know she won't be there. I haven't even been able to clean out her side of the bathroom yet. It hurts too much to think about getting rid of her perfume or her toothbrush. I haven't felt like writing for obvious reasons, but there's something that feels important now, so I will. Valentine's Day is tomorrow. On the way home from work recently, I caught myself calculating flower prices before I remembered that I have no one to give them to unless I put them on her grave. I remember being angry at how expensive roses were getting, and now that seems so silly. I just wanted to say, if you have someone you love, please cherish them. Do something extra nice for the person you love tomorrow for my sake. Nothing crazy, but maybe you can dance around the living room to your song or read to each other. Something soft or good to let them know you're real and really, really there. I know that's so cliche and corny, and if Alex were here now, she would actively bully me, but sadly, the old guys were always right. Life is short. Isn't that a kick in the butt? Wow, what a truly tragic ending to this one. To be honest, I did not expect that. I could kind of gauge from OP's tone that there was a decent chance that she woke up from the induced coma, but coming back out, seemingly forging some sort of relationship once again with op at least having an amicable one i mean who knows if they were still going to get divorced or whatever i'm sure they were but you know on speaking terms seemingly getting along and then this just brutal absolutely brutal before this episode ends entirely we do have some further thoughts to get to from op to sort of i guess round this whole story off but i've just got to say it's just, it's just wow absolutely shocking it's just crazy and yeah i agree with with what op said life is short brutal man i guess the one thing that, that we have to do all of us me included and, and you guys listening and watching right now is do what op said do something extra nice for the person you love tomorrow for op's sake i'm gonna do it man i'm gonna try because yeah, it makes you think, doesn't it? Just like that, everything could be over. Absolutely heartbreaking. Somebody commented below this post. How about trying widow support on Reddit? Opie said, I might. Honestly, thank you. Any kind of emotional support right now is gonna be welcome. It's hard for me to be emotional around my boys because I hate to make them feel like they're ever in a position where they need to take care of me. The poor kids have been through enough without me losing it. But I've been such a mess that they've just caught me crying in my car more often than I'd like. Not to imply that I refuse to cry around them at all, just I hate them seeing exactly how much of a wreck I am. Someone else asked, are you in therapy? OP says they are, but it's a long process, especially considering I'm a former addict myself. The entire situation has aged me a decade in a year. Back to the crying, another editor said, as someone whose dad went through similar stuff, cry in front of them. It's okay. I can try, OP says. It just always makes me feel so guilty. I know I shouldn't, but I always just think to myself, what are you doing? You're meant to be taking care of them, not the other way around. I hate to think that they ever feel the need to walk on eggshells around me because I'm too much of a wreck to handle something. And I know that's a bad answer, but it's true. It just always comes around to the fact that those are my boys and I am their dad. I am supposed to be stronger than this for them. And I don't mean to imply that crying is weak or wrong. I just don't know how to turn it's okay to cry 
into it's okay for me to cry in my head then of course i mostly mean now after everything at the funeral there was no helping it and for the first few days after that i was such a mess my parents came to stay with us because they were concerned i wasn't sleeping that commenter replied yeah you can't help your feelings but i'm sure your little dude has feelings and when he sees you not exhibiting those same feelings he may think that those feelings are wrong but that could be my own baggage do what you need to for yourself my dude but that just stood out to me opie replied thank you genuinely i will keep that in mind i hadn't fully considered that if i'm being honest but i can work on it now to round off this story fully and conclude things i'm just going to read a little bit more from op that he left in the comments down below not defending her is so hard for me but that was the first thing my therapist told me when i asked about my sons that defending her to them wasn't going to help and that all i could do was let them talk my eldest is the only one who really rages about it but the younger two will eventually i'm sure I am also angry in this helpless kind of way that hurts so bad I can't stand to think about it because if she had just talked to me I could have helped her and she would still be here I am a former addict myself and I know I made so many mistakes with my wife but I swear it was like everything was so good again we slept in the same bed again and had dates oh my goodness me I didn't realize that everything in my mind just wants to scream and beg to know why she would do this and I can't wow so you guys were romantically seeing each other again oh that makes it even more brutal i can't believe that i hate it so much op continues because i tried so very hard not to love her anymore when she was alive and it didn't work then i don't see myself doing any better now that she's gone and it hurts even worse because when other people are mad or say negative things i still want to defend her to explain every little reason she had and why it wasn't all her fault But in the end, it doesn't even matter if I do because she's gone. She won't be here to reap the benefits of that defense or even to care that I change minds. She won't be here to be respected or disrespected. It feels pointless, but I still want to. And it makes me feel like a freaking moron. Okay, and there we go. That is it. That is where we're going to leave it. But before I go, I'm going to leave you guys with just my own short thoughts on this. I could comment on, on the family in general on the wife, on the kids, on everyone else in this situation and and what we could possibly have done to have improved things and made this not happen. But I feel like realistically without knowing the person and the people involved individually and really knowing them, as OP says, that that's sort of pointless. So all I'll say is this, to OP, who I feel like I do know a little bit from just the, the, the general writing, your thoughts, how you've conveyed, you know, what's happened and your own personal opinions and, and actions throughout this, I will say, I think it's terribly sad that you feel like any of this is your fault because objectively speaking, it isn't your fault. Even if you weren't involved in the situation, you could argue that this was always going to happen. And I know that's a pretty tough thing to, to think about, but let's be realistic. Like she was in a lot of trouble and ultimately you were the one that was actually helping her for a lot of this time. That That is a fact. Now, the fact that you feel like you are to blame for any of this it's just ultimately really sad when you were probably the person that was really helping her the most i don't know what you guys think about this but that is my main takeaway from this op is the one that's gonna have to live with this for the rest of your life and if you feel like you are genuinely to blame that is horrible because you're not by the way i completely understand why you feel the way you do but it's not your fault and it never was your fault throughout any of this and i hope 
that for your own sake and your son's OP, that you can move on from this and rebuild your life and, and find some positivity in the world. Anyway, guys, that is going to do it for this one. With this story more than pretty much any that I've ever read before, I want to hear your thoughts. Obviously, this is kind of like an echo chamber when I do this and record by myself and I'm just thinking on my own about what I think. Obviously, I can read the comments as well from, from other Redditors, but ultimately, I want to hear what you have to think about this. Get your comments in down below. Just general thoughts on this entire story. I want to hear what you have to say. If you enjoyed this, drop a like on it. I mean, I feel bad saying enjoy, but you know what I mean. If you want more stories like this, no matter how sad this one was, check out this one on screen or link down below and make sure you are subscribed for daily Reddit content. I will see you guys all tomorrow for some more. Do you love anime, gaming, movies, and discovering how your favorite pop culture affects everything you do? Then join us on Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. Every week, you can listen in while we break down the latest pop culture news and dish on what new releases we can't get enough of. Whether you love movies, I'm going to tell you all about the uh, hopeful 4K re-release of Tron Legacy that happens. <laughs> <laughs> I'm right there with you. Or music. The music in this show yeah. is absolutely yeah. incredible. Or anime. Yeah, and under this sure. mask is another mask. <laughs> you can discover your new favorites right here on The Anime Effect. Listen every Friday wherever you get your podcasts and watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or on the Crunchyroll YouTube channel.